Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you have, if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. People change their names. You could email me from a phony number. I don't really care who you are, really, honestly. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have a true naughty story that you want to call in and talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. On my website, there's links to everything, including my YouTube channel. I'm going to have some videos up there soon. So if you want to see parts of me, like... Some people go there and they're like, oh, this is what you look like. I mean, you can't see my face, but you could see other parts of me over on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You could go there, subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because I get to talk to people. That's the place where people could comment and then I could comment back. It's totally fair. And I love commenting about the episodes. But you could comment now on Spotify too. I, I, I do polls on Spotify. People are able to comment on the episodes, which is super fun. I love hearing from my listeners. If you love my show and you listen, make sure to subscribe on any podcast app that you're on. And if you're on Spotify or iTunes, give me a five-star review. That kind of shit really helps the show. Now, if you just have a naughty confession that you want to leave on my confessions hotline, you could do that. And if you do that, your confession could wind up on an episode. All of the confessions remain anonymous. I change everyone's voices. If you leave your real name on there, I take it out. If you say a phone number, that's taken out too. Don't worry about it. But I do now every Thursday air a naughty confessions episode where I air the confession and then I give my critique. That's what this episode is. It's a naughty confessions episode. If you want to take part in that, call my confessions hotline. Make sure you talk slowly, clearly. Don't call from a headset. Just put the phone to your ear old school style and call that way. That's probably the best way to get a good connection so I could actually hear what you're saying. You get four minutes to leave a message if you want to talk some more. Just call back. I edit them together. The number is 347 420 That's 347 420 You could call that number 24 seven. Those confessions are also aired on my Patreon. Now my Patreon is a really great place to go and join and take part in my Discord community going on over there. Besides getting to be a part of my Discord community, there's over 2,000 people on there and everyone's getting super naughty. You get access to that on my Patreon. You also see anonymous pics of all of my guests, like every single female guest that's been on my show. You could see, you could put a body to the... (laughs) 
to the episode. It's the, all those pictures are over my Patreon. You get early and ad-free episodes. You get Q&As. And like I said, you get access to my Discord channel where people are getting super naughty and having fun. There's over 2,000 people already signed up there. So sign up now. It's only $5 a month and you could cancel at any time. It's patreon.com. I'm sticking my intro. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now, if Patreon did something stupid recently and offered like some sort of membership tier that's free, there's something free on Patreon. What's free on my show is all of my podcast episodes. Every podcast episode I make is for free. Okay. You get four episodes a week, sometimes five. I have a lot of bonus episodes coming up. So I'm going to have five times a week free episodes for everyone. But if you go over to pay- Patreon, you are going to be paying the lowest tiers five dollars uh but you get a lot for your five bucks but don't sign up for their free tier because i don't know why they posted it because nothing on my thing is free patreon's not a free thing you become a patron by paying so just don't do that because then you're going to sign up and be like what the fuck she has nothing on her patreon but that's not true pay the five dollars you get in and you get access to everything that i've ever posted i've been doing my patreon for years so you know you don't just get what i posted this week you get all of the back content so there's so much stuff over there hiding out that you could get access to now listen today is an anonymous naughty confessions episode these are all by guys <laughs> listen i get a lot of confessions about a lot of different things and guys blowing guys and guys seeing guys behind their wives backs is one of the most common confessions that i get a lot of people think that, oh, so many girls are into girls, but there's not that many guys that are into guys. And that's just because there's a stigma still attached to it. And most guys don't cop to it. But there are as many guys into guys as there are women into women. Okay, (laughs) wait until you hear these confessions. What is crazier than the next? I do start out, though, first with a guy who is like specifically ranting about the stigma attached to guy and guy action, how he got divorced because of it, because his wife found out. He talks a lot about the definition of bisexual. And I start off with that because I think that that is an interesting way to start off because I have got the definition of bisexual confused many times. I think I'm still confused about it. I don't fucking understand what bisexual means. I don't think, I don't know. I used to think it was one thing and then people would write in and be like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then I change it. And then when I changed it, people would be like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So I kick it off with that conversation about what bisexual really means. What does it mean? Also, if guys are just into blowing guys, does it even mean that they're bisexual? And why is there a stigma? We talk about that. And then we kick it in after that with all the crazy confessions the first one is a bi guy whose wife knows he's bi but he still does crazy things behind her back okay he's and he's doing like naughty things hardcore things seedy things behind her back and he's doing them bareback (laughs) how fucked up is that that's the first confession then i talked to another hardcore guy who loves being watched he's another guy who's doing it on the DL. That's his little kink. He loves doing like really naughty, dirty things and he likes to be watched. Talks about that. Then there's another (laughs) confession uh, from a guy who wound up by accident, he says, sucking his high school bully's dick. Okay. Didn't happen in high school. It happened way later, but like way later in life, he winds up somehow in the bushes 
blowing the high school bully's dick. He talks about that. That's an interesting one. And then I talked to a guy who it was a straight guy, never realized he was into guys at all, was out on a business trip or something like that. I don't know. Got drunk and wound up with a dick in his ass. <laughs> There's more to that story. I'm not going to give you all the information on the intro, but that's another story. Super interesting. This was a guy, like I said, that wasn't ever really into guys and wound up having anal and loved it. Uh, and now he doesn't know what to do about it. Uh, and then I talked to a married guy who did wind up copping to being bi and his wife accepted it. And now they are living their best life. I ended with that one because that is a happy ending story. That's a guy that is open about it, came clean with it and is living his best life. What the guys before him wish they could be doing. They're all living like these DL lives because the first guy says there's a big stigma still attached to it. And I touch upon all of that shit. I give my critique at the end of all of these confessions in each one. I talk about the definition of bisexual. I talk about condom usage. <laughs> I talk about living a double life. I talk about why you don't want to peak in high school. <laughs> that one goes after the high school bully thing. And I talk about so much more. The, ep the confessions are crazy and interesting. I think my two cents is interesting too. So sit back and relax. And I'm going to be back on with the first confession. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, my name's Alan. I'm a bisexual man. And I believe many bisexual men, I have a problem with relationships with women, not, not us per se, but the women have a problem with it. There's a major distrust uh, and revile of bisexual men. It's because there's a general misunderstanding that bisexuality means you date both sexes, you fall in love with both sexes, you don't. Bisexuality is on two courses, on two levels. First, the sexuality, and second, the romance. I'm bisexual, but hetero-romantic. I could never fall in love with a guy. We were very reviled in our society, and I've, I've had a support group for bisexual men on Facebook, and none of them have told their wives. None of them. And one of them... His wife found bisexual porn magazines. She divorced him. So he was starting a new relationship with no plans to tell her at all for, for fear of the same reason. I'm divorced myself. And I have to admit, being bisexual, admitting to her that I was bisexual was a big factor in our divorce. But yes, I enjoy, I enjoy sex with men and women, but I'm very much a hetero romantic. And only, I can only date, I can only fall in love with women. I'd be glad to talk to you about my whole journey and my sex life and how I became aware of this and how my, how my sex life evolved. Thank you. Okay, so now I'm starting out with this one because I, like you, have heard different explanations for what bisexual means since I've been doing my show, and I'm so confused. I used to think what this guy thinks. Bisexual means you like to have sex with either men or women, but you don't necessarily want to date them. Then people wrote in and said, no, you're totally wrong. Bisexual means you not only will date and have sex with the member of the opposite sex, you will date as well as have sex with someone of the opposite sex. So I'm fucking confused. This guy makes sense. He says he's bisexual in the way that I always thought it was in that he likes to hook up with dudes but he's heteroromantic, meaning that when it comes to romance and dating, he's heterosexual. That makes sense to me. But I've had people argue with me about that. So I figured I'd kick off 
the bisexual confessions with this guy. Now, listen, I feel for this guy because he is right. Telling a, a woman of a certain age that you're bisexual and you want to go fuck a guy is not going to be met with, with open arms. <laughs> but I think in the younger generation, things are very different. And that's the good news. I think many young people, both men and women, are admitting they're bi. And when they're saying they're bisexual, they're open to having sex as well as dating anybody. I think bisexual for the younger generation, to me, I think means that they date whoever. They don't see gender like a girl doesn't think, oh, I could only date a boy. She's like, I could date whoever the fuck I want. And I think that that's what bisexual means to the younger generation. And the younger generation are much more open about it. I think if you're 20 and you tell your partner you're bi, whether you're a guy or a girl, it's going to be met with a different kind of mindset about it as opposed to my generation, older people. This guy sounds old to me, and I get why he's divorced. He told his wife, and she's like, no way, that does not fly. And there is a big stigma, not just for bisexual men, but for gay men as well. It's kind of like crazy that it exists, and it does so much more so in the older generation, and thankfully that is changing, and people are so much more open, and things it doesn't really matter, because what you're going to hear after this guy's confession is you're going to hear from a bunch of guys that are blowing guys and doing all kinds of guy on guy action all on the DL. Okay. You're not going to believe the stories guys hooking up in, in the, in the woods, blowing guys, <laughs> a guy getting drunk in a bar and getting fucked in the ass by accident and, and so many more secret guy on guy hookups. And that's because most of the time, People don't want to cop to it because they know that the stigma still exists. It's changing because I have to say, I can't tell you how many guys I've had on my show that are married to women. And the minute their girl goes on a business trip or does something like he's having all kinds of guy and guy action. I mean, it's not that uncommon. A lot of people, even my own guy friends, okay, will be like, oh, it's so much more natural and common for women to be with women because women are beautiful and they're sexy, but it's it's not that common for men. Like men aren't into other men. Yes, they are. They're as into other guys as much as girls are into having girl crushes on other girls, okay? I think women can be more open about it because there's no stigma. It's actually the opposite. Like you're hotter to a guy if you're into girls. They don't have to worry about telling their guy that they're into girls. No guy's going to be like, are you fucking kidding me and run he's gonna be like get rock hard <laughs> and ask for a threesome it's not like that for a guy you tell a girl oh I want a, another guy she's like what the fuck does that mean um, so there's a big stigma and because of that stigma so many guys don't cop to it there was a time in my life where even girls couldn't cop to it I remember that shift where it became cool for a girl to be into girl on girl action but there was a time where there was even a stigma for that kind of a thing and so, and no women cop to it. The minute it became a hot thing, a, a normal thing, and okay, every girl's like, I have a girl crush. Girls are making out with girls all over the place, all talking about how they love lesbian porn. But girls weren't copying into that when there was a stigma around. It's the same thing with guys. It's not like no guys are into guys. Tons of guys are into guys. Tons of guys you know that you don't know are into guys and there are a lot of them are blowing each other it, it's just a thing but they have to do it on the dl because of that stigma so you know younger generation keep being out and proud of who you are so you don't have to live with somebody that's doing all these crazy things behind your back that's the benefit of just removing these stigmas and letting people be who the fuck they are and not giving a shit because then people don't have to 
do stuff on the DL. A, a lot of these people that you're going to hear from are doing crazy things on the DL. If their partners found out, it would ruin marriages. And that's a sad thing. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. But anyway, they, this was, like I said, a, a good starting point. Now on to like the hardcore confessions. My confession is, I guess you would say I'm a bisexual man who has had lots of sexual experience or lots of sexual things with other men. I guess my confession is I'm very much into being watched. I was seeing a man for quite some time, and, and when it escalated to him wanting to take me to a local adult bookstore, where he would have me stripped completely naked in front of other men and let them do whatever they wanted to me or whatever they wanted me to do to them. And it, and it just, it was something that I was afraid of at first, but once we started doing it, I, I became more and more into it where I was craving it. I'm a married man for many years. My wife knows that I'm bisexual, but she doesn't know the extent of my sexual prowess with other men. It is... I'm not a, I'm definitely not a top. I am a very masculine man, but when it comes to being with other men, I am strictly about them. I enjoy rough sex. I enjoy being treated in more of a degrading way when I'm with men. I, I don't, I'm not into the intimate part of it. I'm into more of the, I want to be treated in, a, in extreme ways. I want to be put on show for other men. I want to be pretty much degraded and put in my place. It's kind of weird. It sounds kind of messed up, but it's what I've, I've began liking and wanting more and more of to the point where it, it runs through my mind at all times. I frequent a bookstore that we have in town and a local bookstore that has a lounge. And I guess you could say I'm well-known there. I don't go all the time, but when I'm given the chance to get in there, I, I get off on on sex with strangers, and whether it's oral, whether it's anal, or just mutual masturbation with others, the more the merrier. I like it when it's crowded. I've been led around in the arcade part of the bookstore by him, paraded around naked. It's all cool because he knows the owners and the people that work there, and they allow it. They don't say anything. And I've sucked several, several men off in the process of doing this. I've had sex. I've been anally. I've had sex several times with men in there, most of the time bareback. I've done numerous things there. But it started several years back, kind of just dipping my fingers into things like that at other bookstores. And I, I'm just, I'm addicted to them. I, I can't get enough of anonymous sex. I can't get enough of being completely 
naked in front of others where they could just see me and, and do things to me most people wouldn't want done and, and just in the seediest, dirtiest places. It just it's such a turn on. It gets me off so much. Maybe there's something wrong with me, maybe not. I I, I just wanted to confess that it's been on my mind for a while. I'm really into this. I mean, this is all hundred percent true. I've lived every every story I've said. And thank you. Bye. Okay, now I have two words for this guy or for you. And the words are bare back. <laughs> Where's bare back one word? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing cheating on your wife? Bare back. That is the most messed up thing. And I got to tell you this, okay, because a lot of times some people on YouTube will trash my guests and be like, because people will be like, they don't use condoms. And people will be like, what the fuck? And the truth is most people don't use condoms. I do because I am a hypochondriac. And I always say this, okay, because I had a booty call who was a hypochondriac and I loved fucking him because he wouldn't touch my leg with his dick without a condom and I wouldn't let him touch my leg with his dick without a condom, okay? <laughs> That's the way hypochondriacs roll. But you want to know how everybody else rolls, all you people that are judging people for going bareback, you all never use condoms. You know why? Because it, t it feels better when you don't use a condom. And most of the time, when people get horny, it's like an altered state of being. You lose all sense of uh, logic and common sense. This guy isn't thinking about his wife and herpes and AIDS. He's thinking sex okay he's in that mode i think being horny is like being drunk and you do a lot of fucked up things when you're drunk i haven't drank in 20 years and my numbers went from a lot to like almost zero after i stopped drinking because i'm in the my right head i'm thinking straight i'm very pro condoms not with like lovers and partners that you've been with for a while and that you trust but when you're playing around and having fun and having a booty call and they're allowed to go fuck other people wear a condom and the, the truth is like not just a condom to go inside if you're a girl, like I won't let my booty call guys dick touch my leg without a condom because I have a friend who got herpes on her ass from a guy who had it on his dick. You could get herpes anywhere. either certain STDs that you don't have to go inside. Okay. So if you really want to be safe, don't go bareback. The fact that this guy <laughs> goes bareback with men in a adult bookstore in his town. Oh my God, he is so naughty. And that's a part of the turn on for him. One thing I have found out about my show is there's a lot of guy on guy action. Just people don't talk about it. I can't tell you how many guys call me up on the DL and talk about the fact that they are blowing guys on the side. I remember one, one episode where the guy, I mean, the story he told me was like, oh, his wife, like the minute she leaves, for her business trips. He has a guy that comes over, another married guy that has a wife. That's, I don't know where the fuck she is when he goes over to this guy's house, but what they would do is they would get together. <laughs> oh my God. And when their wives weren't around, these are married men, you know, your guys, who's ever listening, this could be your husband. Okay. And he was going over with your panties to this other guy's house and they were sniffing each other's wives' panties and jerking off and blowing each other. <laughs> this is like the shit that guys do. I mean, crazy. There's still such a stigma when it comes to guy and guy action that a lot of guys aren't upfront about it. Uh, this is one thing I give this guy credit for, okay? Because he does go bareback and I'm trashing him for that. And that is very not fucking cool. Especially, listen, if you're going bareback with your booty call, I'm giving you a warning for that. That's fucked up. You could get an STD. But you know, the only person you're hurting when you're doing that is yourself. The reason why it's worse when it's this guy is because him going bareback doesn't just fuck him up if he gets an STD or HIV. It fucks up his wife. That's the fucked up part of it. 
That's the thing that's so wrong. You're taking that back to somebody else. It's one thing you want to be careless with yourself. It's another thing when you're careless with somebody else that you love. This guy's leading a total double life. The one thing I do give him credit for is he told his wife he's bi. What I don't understand and why I need to talk to this guy is like, how did that conversation go? Did his wife ask him a million questions? Did she want to know if he fucks guys and he said, no, I totally don't? Like, why doesn't she know the extent of what he does? I'm assuming it's because he knows she'd be like, you can't go to the adult bookstore and walk around on a leash naked and fuck guys in the ass for the whole night. I think it's because he probably lied and said, I don't want to see guys and I just want to be with you. Like, I wonder, because I really think if you put that on the table... Doesn't she wonder if you're really seeing guys? Doesn't she want to know if you have that desire? Like I would if my guy told me I'm bisexual. For me, I would be like, oh my God, then you obviously have this desire. And how are you going to be just with me? Do you have that desire to be with a guy and you want to be with me? You have to have those kinds of conversations and negotiate that and see if everyone's cool because... But what I think probably happened here is he was like, I'm bisexual. She was like, okay, she might have asked a million questions, but I have the feeling that he was like, no, I'm bi, but I'm not with guys and I just want to be with you. He most likely lied. I don't know. This is the problem with confessions over my episodes and why I love doing my episodes because I could ask him a million questions and really get down to the real story here. Like, why does his wife not know anymore? Like I said, I don't think any woman, unless she's down to do all the stuff with him and she's going to the adult bookstores and she's into watching him get humiliated and degraded and that was like her king too, she would be on board. But most women are not going to go to that extreme. And the problem with this poor guy is he is so, he is so hardcore into this scene. He has wired himself to be into this kind of sex. I wonder, does he get off on just being with his wife when they have like their regular sex at home? Like these are the questions that I have. This is why I actually talk to people on my podcast longer because one little story like this leads my brain into a million questions and I want to know so much more. This guy gave me a mouthful. He is a hardcore bi guy doing all kinds of crazy things bareback uh uh-uh I totally don't agree with it it's terrible I would say that to him if I was on the call but what I would also say to him on the call is I would just have a lot of questions (laughs) to get to the bottom of it I think he's in a rough place because he is so extreme he has wired himself into getting into really hardcore stuff that I wonder how satisfied he could be when it's not that hardcore and dirty and degrading and all that kind of good stuff that is good for him now and I wonder how he feels about the fact that he's doing this on the DL because I'll tell you this and this is true okay and some people will be like you're crazy Kathy it's not true but it is and this is what I believe the people who feel guilty about what they're doing are the people who get caught whenever I have a cheater on or someone that's doing something on the DL and they feel bad about it I always tell them like, you better figure your shit out, either stop doing it or come clean or do something because you're the type of person that gets caught. You know who doesn't get caught? The people that should, right? The the biggest fucking assholes who could care less that they're doing it, who have zero feelings about it. They don't get caught. I'm telling you, there's something about that guilt that just winds up sabotaging because it's like you have that little devil on your shoulder and the angel and 
the angel eventually wins out and sabotages and makes you get caught so you could clean up your fucking act. That part of you that feels guilty wants to be better. And that's a dangerous thing. So that's why I'd want to know, does this guy feel guilty about what he's doing? Because if he does, he might eventually be caught. And if he's caught doing the stuff that he's doing, that's a real, that's going to be a real big problem in his marriage. So anyway, on to the next confession. Hey, I wanted to call and talk about my confession. My name's Drew. After my divorce, I became a cocksucker for a few months. Started with my gay friend. I asked him if I could suck his cock, and he let me. That lasted a few months. I also went to a glory hole a few times and sucked a lot of random cock and got my cock sucked. I met a guy, Grinder, and let him face fuck me. And I then had sex with him and then sex with my gay friend. I was straight. I'm now in a relationship. I can never tell her about it. But I want to tell someone that for a few months, I love getting on my knees and having cock in her mouth and coming down my throat, especially from a glory hole or just a random big cock. I love how it felt in my mouth. I love swallowing it. I love getting fucked, and I want to get it off of my chest and be on for a show. I hope to get a call back. Thank you. I want to have great sex on Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's no secret that consuming a little THC can help set the mood in the bedroom and get you going. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Via. Via paired aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC and created their best-selling High Love Gummy. That's right, a gummy made for hot sex. Their High Love Gummies will get your senses going, increase blood flow, and intensify your sexual experience. So go make Valentine's Day great by getting yourself some High Love Gummies. And if you're not into THC, Via also offers zero THC products. They have a whole CBD line with products designed for sleep, focus, and energy. I tried the sleep gummies and had the best night's sleep and had zero hangover the next day. Via legally ships in all 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. No medical card, required. So if you're 21 plus, you're going to get 15% off plus a free pack of award-winning dreams, THC plus CBN sleep gummies with my exclusive code strictly anon at viahemp.com. V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. That's V-I-I-H-E-M-P.com. Viahemp.com. Use my code strictly anon. Okay. He wants to confess. I thought he was going to say he wants to confess to his girl, but no, he wants to confess to me. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's happening all the time. People are telling me about their secret lives, but they're not telling their partners. I wonder why this guy, because he sounds kind of young without the voice change. I wonder why people nowadays, if they're single and they realize they're bi and they're into guys, like why don't they try to find a woman her partner who's into what they're into before they get into another relationship, especially this guy. I mean, he's hardcore too now. He's into some pretty crazy things. So he's very extreme. Listen, I know that it's hard to find women who would be down for these types of things. And so I think guys just think, oh, I'm never going to find a girl who's down. So I'll just uh, find one who I could do all the other things in life with. And I'll just do this on the side, right? <laughs> 
Unfortunately, that's like the solution to that problem. But nowadays with younger women, they're so much more open. And I just feel like there's a lot of times there might be a compromise. Why can't you go out and find a girl that would you could be open and honest about your you being in to guys instead of like secretly hooking up and doing all this stuff on the DL? Because eventually just your girlfriend but if it winds up being your wife and you have kids and all these kinds of things if you ever get caught you have so much more to lose it's such a different story down the line and when you're first starting out a relationship and you're already doing this stuff what's going to happen 10 years from now and like I said I get it was he going to go tell his girl listen I like to do all these crazy things and she's going to be like oh great I want to come with you and do it too probably not but I feel like if he could be more honest with his partners Maybe they could play together. A lot of women, I have to say, I found this out through my show, that a lot of women are into gay sex, like guy-on-guy action. A lot of women watch gay porn. A lot of women, if you tell them you're a guy and you're into guy-on-guy action, they're going to be down for it and turned on to see you hook up with a guy. I've heard it many times, especially from the younger generation because people are more open. So I just want to say to all you people out there, to the single ones, because there's still hope for you. The ones who are living a double life already, I, I don't know. You've got yourself in a mess, and now what are you going to do? I think living a single, uh, a double life eventually becomes exhausting. It's a lot to do. But to the single people out there that have, that whether it's that you're a bi guy that's into guys and that's your thing, or you're a girl that's into girls, or you're a person with some sort of kink or fantasy that you keep to yourself, make sure when you get into your next relationship, you wind up coming clean about that in the beginning. I mean, not on the first date, okay? (laughs) Feel the person out. But eventually, when you start having those conversations and sex is on the table, you should start putting your stuff out there to see if you're with a like-minded partner. If you do that in the beginning, then you avoid being in these secret kind of situations. Now, unfortunately, secret kind of situations are sometimes kind of hot, specifically because they are secret, right? <laughs> I once had a guy that was like, what if it wasn't secret? I don't know if it would be as good. And I get that. I think that that's a thing. So that's the problem. Does this guy want to not do it secretly? Is he hooked on doing it secretly? I don't know. I don't know, you know, what this guy should do because I'm not talking to him, but I'm talking to all you bi guys that are listening to this that are single. If you are single still and you're, the next time you get in a relationship, especially if you're going for a younger girl and you're in that age range, just be honest about the fact that you're into that and see how she rolls and see if she's into it. Uh, Because I think a lot of girls are, and they're open to it nowadays, especially the younger generation. So it's much better to be true to who you are. It's a much easier life to be honest and upfront than to not. So I suggest trying it. Anyway, on to the next confession. I'm Steve. I'm 40. This is just a story about how I ended up sucking my high school bully's dick on accident. This happened just a few months ago. It didn't happen, like, in high school. (laughs) That would be a great story if it did. Anyways, my sexual tastes really started evolving in my 30s. I had never even pondered homosexuality in it or guys' dicks. My really, the thing I like about guys is just the dick. (laughs) Like, I love sucking it, love getting, it's fun. 
maybe I just got an oral fixation, some stunted development, who knows. But anyways, we talk on Grinder. We're going to meet at this nature trail. I said, I'll be on my bike. And I don't know it's him. So I go there and then see someone on the trail, ride, see that, oh, shit, this is someone I know. No one, aside from the Craigslist grinder hookups, knows any of the fucking weird degenerate shit that I do. So we have, I, it was really awkward. I, I wanted to ride past it first and just abandon it, but we saw each other. So I circle back to him. We talk. Like I say something about Joe Biden spacing off in a press conference. And you see this guy? Just bullshit conversation, just real filler. And then it's getting dark. He says, oh, shit, got to leave pretty soon. And uh, I just said, well, did you want to do that stuff? And he was like, yeah. And we went into the woods, and I got up against this tree. And I had all the – I used magic shave on my whole body. So I was, I, and I was wearing these crotchless pantyhose under my sweatpants. So I dropped the sweatpants. And I stick my ass out, leaning against the tree, and he smacks it. And then I drop to my knees. I say something like, you you broke my fucking leg in ninth grade. And now I'm getting on my knees for it. You know, we had a little laugh. I suck his dick. It's really fun. A few minutes into it, I just get up, and then I push his head down and, you know, make let him suck mine. And... Then I thought we saw some people, so nobody finished. And it was really awkward because I sent him like 20 fucking pictures. And we haven't talked since. <laughs> but, yeah, that was uh, the story of when I sucked my uh, high school bully dick on accident through Grinder. <laughs> yeah, things happen. Thank you. I do think it's funny how he keeps saying by accident. It's not like a dick accidentally slipped into his mouth and he started sucking it. I think he means like by accident, by accident, he didn't know he was going to meet his school bully. He was going to suck a dick. That wasn't an accident, right? We all know he likes it, but it's funny. No one else knows about his degenerate goings on <laughs> that takes place except this high school bully. It's funny. Maybe that guy was a big fat bully when he was in high school because he loved guys and he was hated them because of it. Who knows? You know what I mean? Bullies are never bullies because they're happy. Maybe he knew he liked sucking dick. It's interesting that he got on his knees afterwards and blew him too. Typically when I hear these guys, these bi stories, everyone wants to suck the dick. Nobody wants their dick sucked. It's, uh, it's a thing. I think I said it on a recent episode. For straight guys, you should tap into that market. You want a blowjob? Close your eyes. Pretend it's a girl. There's a, there'll be a line of guys. <laughs> married, straight, <laughs> lining up to suck your dick. So many guys want to suck dick and you don't even have to blow them back. That's just the way these guys roll, these bi guys. It's funny though that the the bully, after all that he did in high school, fast forward so many years later, suddenly by accident, <laughs> now the bully is sucking his dick too. He didn't just suck the bully's dick. The, the bully sucked his dick too. An arrest stop nonetheless. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I know that he did say, oh, this would have been like a, a better story if I sucked his dick in high school. But no, I think it's a better story way later. 
I just think it's like, who would have known those two guys in high school, the bully? And I'm assuming if he got bullied and his leg was broken, he was like the nerd, right? Who would realize that the bully and the nerd so many years later would wind up in the same place in the woods, sucking each other's dicks (laughs) behind everyone's backs? I would assume that because I do my show and because I know that nothing stays as it is in high school. You know, all those popular people in high school, (laughs) they're most likely doing nothing 30 years later. I mean, there's nothing worse than being popular in high school. I always say, like, you don't want to peak in high school because there's no place then left to go except downhill. (laughs) Most people who are popular in high school, they, they live their dreams then that they have nothing to shoot for. So uh, a lot of those, a lot of people in high school that are like the nerds or the geeks or the people that everyone made fun of, fast forward so many years later, they're so different. I always say like high school is like a literally like it's like being on another planet. Anyone that's listening to me, if you're in high school, you shouldn't be listening to the show because it's you're too young for it. But if you are listening in high school and you're depressed because in high school you're not cool or you're not popular or you're not anybody and you just feel less than don't worry. It is not real life. Real life is opposite everything in high school. In high school, you're popular when you're like everybody else. That's what is great. Like you're cool if you're like everyone else. Whereas when you get into real life, like that's not what rises to the top. Every other kind of thing rises to the top. I mean, some people are popular in high school and then popular later. I think Oprah was like homecoming queen. Same with Rosie O'Donnell. Those are people who peaked in high school and then just kept peaking the rest of their life. I just think that that's not the average person. So anyway, I don't know how I got off topic, but I don't find it crazy that the bully and the, the, the nerd are secretly by what's crazy about this story though really is that they wound up going on to grinder picking a dick pic that they liked and then going and meeting that dick in the woods and it turns out that it was <laughs> the bully and the nerd that went to high school together that is a crazy story it's even crazier to me so many years later so thanks for calling in and leaving me that message that's what my this is like what my confessions hotline is all about anyway next confession I love your show, first off. Now, here is my confession. I'm a married man with a child, and I was away on a business, and I've never been sexually attracted to another man in my life. And I ended up, we were drunk, and I was talking to a guy, And we ended up going back to my room to get some beers because it was after closing time. And he ended up having relations with me. He was the guy in the situation. And it was weird. I've never had that done before. And I'm going to be honest, loved it. Loved it. I don't know what else to say, but I just wanted to let that out. I kind of feel better after letting that out. It was my first time. It was my only time. And I it has turned me into watching gay porn as of late. I don't know anything about it, but maybe you can help me out. I don't know. Maybe you can figure something out about that one. Maybe I had a weird little twinge or something. All right. Love your show. Great. Thank you. Good night. 
Oh my God, this is another good one. This is really what my confessions hotline is for, this poor guy. <laughs> Never into guys his whole life. And I believe him because listen, he's calling my confessions hotline. He doesn't need to lie to me. This is the only place he could be straight up, right? Because I don't know who he is. He doesn't know who I am. He probably called from a phony number. I don't look people up. I don't care. So he's being honest. This is a guy who has never been into guys, never thought about anything, gets a little drunk and winds up getting fucked in the ass. I'm assuming that's what he meant when he said the guy wound up being the guy in the situation. He didn't straight up say he fucked me in the ass. I think that might be too much for him to handle as a straight guy who wound up in that experience. He might not be able to live with that sentence because he didn't say it. He was just like, oh, he wound up being the guy. <laughs> and he wound up having anal sex and then he loved it. Oh, my God. I know why he loved it because it feels good. Everyone that listens to my show knows I'm on a mission to get everybody to explore their assholes and realize how many nerve endings there are in there and how good anal action is if you're a guy you don't need to get it from a guy you could get it from your girl if you're a girl you could get it from your guy or you could just get it from your own finger or your own toy but check it out and try it this guy did while he was drunk i know how that goes i've talked about it before go listen to my episode where i got sober i mean when i was drinking i did so many things sexually that i would never do when I wasn't drinking. This guy wants a little help. I would say, hey, listen, you're watching gay porn and now you're furthering that connection and maybe now you're always gonna be into guys moving forward. But you know, that's not necessarily the truth. Maybe he was drunk, he did it, and that's all that it was. And that's what it can be. Shit happens when people are drunk. <laughs> I don't think we do things that are really us. A lot of people will be like, oh, when you're drinking, the truth comes out. No, not at all. That's not true. I did plenty of things when I was drinking that I didn't want to fucking do that weren't truths about who I was. Actually, it was like the opposite of who I was. And I fucked a lot of people that I would never fuck if I didn't have my beer goggles on, okay? <laughs> This guy wound up fooling around with the guy and maybe listen, maybe he's just open to a hot experience with a guy and that's what he realized through drinking, but maybe it's a one-time thing and it never happens again. What I would say though too is that because he's continuing now to watch gay porn and relive that hot scenario, this is how we wire ourselves. This is how wiring goes. He is wiring himself. If he didn't want to be into guys moving forward after that scenario, he could have just called it a day, been like, I got fucked in the ass. That was great. And just never think about it again. And it would probably be a one and done. But because that experience was so hot and now he's like watching all this guy and guy action and he's probably jerking off thinking about that scenario. Now he's wiring himself to be full on into gay sex. So <laughs> what do you do from here? I don't know. If you're married, did he say he's married? I don't know. I think he is. But if you don't want to cheat on your wife again and you feel guilty, like maybe you should stop going down that rabbit hole and instead try to work on getting your girl to peg you or something and mock up that anal sex scenario in your own bedroom with a, a female. That could be an option. I have so many more questions for this guy. Like I said, I don't necessarily think just because he fucked a guy when he was drunk, it means anything. I believe him that he had never thought of guys before. I know this guy is going to get people like, oh, there's no way he did it. No guy that was into not into guys would just fuck a guy. Yeah, they would if they were drinking. <laughs> Sorry, but alcohol is like a drug. It changes your brain. Think about how you feel when you're wasted, like you're not in a normal frame of mind. Shit happens. Shit happens to this guy. It's a great story. <laughs> it is a great story. It happened to him. It could happen to anybody.
there's stuff that people are that are listening to this that happened to you when you were drinking that you probably don't tell anyone about. <laughs> or maybe everyone's not as promiscuous as I was when they were drinking. <laughs> or like this guy too. But I feel like people do become more promiscuous when they're drunk. And like I said before, I don't necessarily mean, I don't necessarily think that that means that they're that way naturally. I just think that drinking re- removes your inhibitions. And sometimes if you're acting out or shit happens and you're in the mood or the wind blows a certain way, you feel a certain thing, you just go with it. I know I used to live that way. But after I quit drinking, (laughs) shit like that didn't go down. So maybe I'd say to this guy, when you go, if you don't want to cheat again, or you don't want this to happen again, and you just want to keep it a fantasy or just have it be a one and done thing, maybe when you go out and about when you're not with your wife, you don't drink. (laughs) Because that's the kind of stuff that could happen. Anyway, on to the next confession. Hey, Kathy. Married 25 years. We had a couple of soft spots that 25 years of marriage. I went into a dark place of alcoholism and my wife at 25 years divorced me. Got sober. We got remarried. When we got remarried, I actually started listening to your podcast because I have always been a pretty sexually driven person. Anyhow, so I one night my wife was asking me what I wanted for a, a gift. I can't remember if it was my birthday or Christmas but, or anyhow, she said, what do you want? And I imagine she probably was thinking that I wanted some kind of cool toy or something. But anyhow, I told her I wanted to be pegged and I wanted to do a threesome. And boy, I caught her off guard. Anyhow, what it did is after 25 years of marriage of non-communication, it taught us how to communicate. And man, we spent many hours at the dining room table with our phones off, with just looking each other in the eye, learning how to communicate. And since communicating, we started some butt play. We did transition to pegging. It turned out to put my wife, she was okay with butt play, but she didn't want to actually wear a leather harness. That was where her hang up was. And yeah, it took us lots of hours of communication and talking to kind of get to that safe place where she can talk. But since doing that, we've actually done a few threesomes. We have done them so far with just one guy where she was the focus of the attention and stuff. And man, it was just amazing. This is a, a what I always considered an absolutely beautiful woman. But man, her self-esteem was just different. And she started a new professional gig where she was leading a team and she had that, can't think of the term right now, but it's where she didn't feel like she deserved to belong there. And I kind of pursued it even more for the threesome. Because at one point she had told me that you're my husband. You have to tell me that I'm attractive. You have to tell me these kinds of sweet things. And I honestly thought if she heard it from somebody else, it's, man, I do. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. And anyhow, so we went to a few swinger clubs. We went to a swinger party. And I don't know, I just... I always been a jealous guy and it was kind of hard for me and she was along for the ride and and anyhow she was willing but I think more to scratch a box or check a box for me she's a traditionally a pleaser type of person but anyhow we ended up meeting a guy at a swinger party she gave him head and it was a really odd situation because I treated it almost like the band-aid had to become off. And it turns out after that situation that what I learned from her was that the connection was ultimately very, very important to her. It wasn't the sex act that meant a lot. It was the, the connection. So we actually met up with the guy a few more times and went out for drinks and 
got to know each other and stuff like that. And the sex is just incredible. Honestly, the first time I more sat and watched, and there were some emotional parts of just sitting there, and it wasn't really my thing. So we did it a couple more times with him where I was involved, not in any kind of play between him and I, but more where she was the center of attention. And anyhow, we ended up having a few experiences with that guy, lots of toy play, which was never her thing before in our, our previous marriage. Today, we are, well, Thursday. Tomorrow, we are actually going to meet uh, another guy, and then we're going to a party on Saturday night where there's going to be a fellow there for us to meet as well. And make a long story short, we opened it up that I also want to play with the guy. And it's funny hearing on your podcast how many people are you know, shunned. But anyhow, I posted on a Facebook LS page that I wanted to play with the guy. And it was amazing how our DMs blew up. There's more people out there than you think. Now, we haven't had that experience yet. Like I said, we're just meeting a couple of people this weekend that are willing to play with us both. Now, I'm not looking to be a, a top or a bottom. I'm not even attracted to guys. It's just when we're in the moment of heat and, you know, hot and passion and sucking a dick or having my dick sucked by somebody else is hot to me. And he's okay with me having that experience. Oh, my God. Don't you love this one? I'm ending with this one because this is a happy ending story. Okay, listen. I know sex isn't the end-all be-all. Some people think it's just shallow bullshit. But the fact that this couple, after being together and being through so many things together and then leaving each other and then coming back and then getting to the point where he just threw something crazy on the table and it totally changed their relationship. Okay, changed their sex life majorly, but I'm sure it cha changed their relationship for the better, like completely. This is a couple that was at one time divorced, and all he did was put it on the table that he was interested in some butt play. <laughs> and at first it was like, what the fuck? But then eventually they started doing things, and like now they're having threesomes, and He's looking for guys and she's down for it. I mean, what? how crazy is that? And how much does that say that communication is key? Uh, I give him credit for having the balls to s tell her that he was into butt play after so many years. I think that that's the hardest thing. I was just telling somebody, I have a booty call and he happens to be like a good friend of mine. Someone I knew for a really long time. So sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit shyer about telling him all the things that I'm into Whereas if I just met somebody, a new guy, like I'd be completely open. That's just the way it is. It's harder to cop to things after you've known someone for so long. I know how scary that is because I've been in that position. I feel like I am in that position. So I give him so much credit that he had the balls to just throw that out there. And something as hardcore as butt play. I think that a lot of guys probably like butt play. Okay, I know you're all out there, but you're not copping to it. All right. There's a lot of stigma around it. And so many guys would never put that on the table. But this guy did. And you know what? Now he's living all your guys uh, fantasy life. This guy is getting to watch his girl with other guys. They're having threesomes. I get the fact that, listen, she doesn't want to be harnessed up. I get that. Maybe she finds it degrading and she's not into being degrading. Like that's degraded. Like that's not hot for her. Uh, but she's doing threesomes. They're having great sex with another guy. And now he has copped to being bi. But I love the sentence he said, though, which was, 
I'm not even into guys, but you know, if a dick is around, I want to suck it like I'm into it in the moment. And that is something that I used to hear all the time in the beginning of my show. And I would like argue with guys like, what do you mean you don't like guys? Obviously you like a guy. If you want a dick in your mouth and it's there, that's a part of a guy. So that means you like guys. I don't know. I used to just go around in circles, but then I had a guy on uh, a while ago and I actually re-aired his episode. It was a Dr. Joe Court episode, Dr. Joe Court. And he talked all about how guys can suck a dick every now and then and still be straight. It's exactly what this guy said. And I've heard it from so many guys. It's in the moment for sex purposes. That's it. He is into sucking a dick. <laughs> Doesn't mean that he likes guys. It is true. It's a true story. What he says is true. <laughs> I know so many people call bullshit on it. But if you listen to Dr. Joe Quartz episode, you will understand it. And it completely changed my mind on this topic. Like I said, when I used to hear it too, I used to be like bullshit. But when I heard Dr. Joe Court explain the difference, you have to go listen to the episode to hear it. I'll put the number in the description. You will understand it too. It'll be eye-opening and it's good to know. He actually writes books for women in case their husband is telling them or they found gay porn on their husband's computer or they found out that their husband has been with a guy and they're so worried that maybe their guy's gay or bisexual and he's here to say, no, not necessarily. Listen, some guys are. Some guys that do like to suck a dick, it is more than that. But sometimes, a lot of times, it's like this guy. They're not attracted to guys. They're not into guys at all. But when they're horny and then out and about, if there's a dick there, they want to suck it. So this guy's eventually going to get there. But I love his story. I love their story. I mean, they're like a success story. Married many years, divorced, then got back together. Total vanilla people. And now playing with others and living their best life. Live and learn, everybody. <laughs> from this guy. It's a great story. I'm glad I ended with happy story. Anyway, like I always say, you can't make this shit up. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly